0: and welcome to this final episode of 2022 which is pretty crazy I'm not gonna lie like if you'd have told me all that has happened this year I would not have believed you I would not have believed you the podcast wasn't even really a thing this time last year you've got mail wasn't a thing like I didn't have any of my friends in London me living in London wasn't a thing me studying being a student again wasn't a thing me going traveling had never been a thing like so many things this year have happened and it's kind of crazy, so this is why this week's episode is going to be a kind of, we're setting the goals for the new year, we're setting our expectations about what we want to do and I'm going to take you through how I set my goals and kind of like my thought process even more because they are like sometimes goal setting can get a little bit toxic and that is why we're going to do it a little bit differently this week, but anyway, first off, the life update, sorry about my voice. I didn't go to bed till 2.30 right now. It is right now 8.30 because I was packing. Guys, I brought so much stuff back to London with me. It's actually a fucking nightmare. It's so bad it's actually really bad um but it is what it is and i can't change it and we're here now and i need it all i'm currently just trying to work out mentally how i can bring my dressing gown that i'm currently wearing back with me because it's so warm so warm i just i just brought such weird things back with me in december i was like i didn't need to bring that back i could have saved the space i'm currently deciding whether or not i need to bring my dot martin sandals back with me but i think i have come to the conclusion it is january and i probably won't be wearing sandals for like another three months so they're staying here, but I found some Stan Smiths that I've never even worn. Found them in the cupboard. <laughs> I'm going to bring them. Found my Air Force, which I have worn a lot, but like I should just stop wearing them for a period of time. They're coming back with me. I've literally put my North Face into my red rucksack I went traveling in just so I could hold more stuff. And I have filled a suitcase. And I'm also bringing A rug. A rug. Yes, you heard that right. I am carrying a rug from Scarborough to London. So we're going to see how all of this goes, whether I can actually make it with this amount of stuff will be an achievement to save the least. But I had the loveliest Christmas. It was honestly really, really, really nice. So on Christmas Eve, Eve, my like best friend and Louis were here and we were just chatting loads. And then on Christmas Eve, I have that with my family. Oh my God, you're, you know this, I've recorded an episode on Christmas Eve. And then on Christmas Day, we woke up and we had all of our presents. Like, as a family, we opened the presents from Father Christmas. And then we go, like, and I got ready and it was really nice. And then I came back and my grandparents came around we had a like mum did a really good christmas dinner this year we've all said she excelled herself it was incredible so we had that and then we're allowed to open presents from under the tree and then my boyfriend came and we did our presents and then we just chatted all night like family and it was just very wholesome very very cute and then on boxing day boxing day boxing day is like the biggest night out where i live i think i lot about this in a lot of like scar like in a lot of towns in england if you're not from England, you maybe don't know this, but Boxing Day in England is huge. But it's like, like, I wouldn't go out for Boxing Day in London. I wouldn't go out for Boxing Day in, like, I don't know, a city. You do it in your hometown. That's where you go. You kind of, everyone just stays. And it's really nice. Like, it's kind of like just a massive reunion because everyone is out. So everyone is meeting up with absolutely everyone. And it's just, like, a really nice way to see everyone again. Like, people, I saw people I haven't seen in, like, Seven years, five years, ten years, I like think it was just a really nice kind of like catch up thing, and so that was really cute apart from like I got so drunk, but we did go out at three and I didn't get back home till three, so quite an achievement that I managed that to be fair. I was proud of myself and like i i it was fine you know, there was no absolute disasters. I always get nervous on nights out, like, because also when you're going on like a pub crawl, when you're in a club, I think there's like less opportunities for there to be like disasters or anything, because you're like, you're not talking as much, you know, (laughs) you're distracted by it, you're dancing and stuff. But when I'm a pub crawl and all you're doing is interacting with each other all the time, the more drunk you get, I'm always like, oh, something could happen. Nothing happened. It was lovely. Everyone was on really good, like, form. It was just, it was very, very nice. And then... the day after god I don't know how I powered through work but I'm literally in study mode guys the fact that I'm even here recording a podcast is a miracle because I told myself I would but like I didn't think I'd actually manage it I have my exam due on Wednesday I have my essays due on Friday I have another essay due on Friday um, But because of the ADHD, I do get extra time, so there's, like, more time with that. But I don't want them to go over to the next week because my new term starts, so I'm not going to have any time to do work. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to have any finishing time. And so it's been... Um, it's pretty stressful. I am struggling at the moment to fit everything in. Like, you can hear it in my voice. I'm just... I'm really exhausted because I'm waking up at literally doing, like, 10-hour shifts of work just studying. So it's hard, but... I've at least I've got my essays to, like, an okay point now, and I feel like, I feel like I'm getting to the point with my revision, like, I'm gonna, you know, you just need to go in on the revision, and that's what I'm gonna do today and tomorrow, but today, today is New Year's Eve, and mm, I don't want to be a grinch about it, but although I am, I am obviously excited, I do feel, part of me does feel like, god, I could do without this, like, I just really don't want to do anything tonight, I just really want to, like, be on top form tomorrow, but That is a bit grinchy and I don't want to be a grinch. So it's going to be fine. I'm not worrying about it and everything is going to be okay. I'm just not going to take it too far tonight. We're going to go to print works and it is going to be incredible. I just feel like overwhelmed about the fact that I have to do work and stuff. Like I'm not in the right headspace for it, but maybe I need it maybe it'll be really, really great, I've got a really cute dress, and I've got loads of, like, nice little bits for Christmas, I ordered myself some new boots, <gasps> the best thing I've ever bought, they are incredible, maybe this should be on the new things I've done this year, but, this year, but maybe I'll take you through my favourite presents that I got, it was just really, really quickly, really, really quickly, so, my favourite, so, mm. So at Christmas, I always give mum a very exact list. And this year, I didn't really have a list. I didn't really know what I wanted too much. That's a lie. That is literally a lie. I forgot I got my trainers. I love getting shoes at Christmas because I feel like shoes are expensive, so I'm never going to buy them on my own. I'm, I am I don't mind buying a coat on my own, but shoes, no chance am I going to buy them on my own. And so I got these trainers, which are really, really cute and... I'm going to love wearing them. I got these, like, Nike Air Max 1s, I think. I think that's what they're called. And they're, like, suede. And... But they've they've got, like, a brown tick. They're really nice. And they're so comfy. And I got them. And then I also, in the sales, in the office sales, I got... So, if you don't know about Vagabond, they're a really good boots brand. And my housemate put me onto them because she has some. And hers are so nice. And she wears hers all the time. And they really, like, they last. Because I had these Steve Madden ones. And they literally, they were shit. They looked incredible. They broke within three months, four months. Because they had such a massive wedge at the bottom. Mm. And so... I was really upset about that, because you know when I wore these boots religiously, you literally see them in every single Instagram photo, I loved them, there wasn't anything I didn't love about these boots, these boots gave me life, okay, the massive wedge at the bottom, they just looked really cool, and then, been sad about it all year round, and then my friend gets these Vagabond boots, and I look into them, and they're like £180, which My Steve Madden ones were expensive, but they broke. So I was like, well, I don't want to invest in another pair. But these ones are proper leather. It's like, it's a proper, proper one. Sometimes I think when you buy like designer stuff, although it is good, you're not buying like design. I don't know. It didn't feel like designer quality. It just felt like a designer label, if that makes sense. Like it was a really nice design, but it didn't feel like it looked like it was as good quality as it was meant to be. And so these ones are really cute. And I got them. They went 380. I got them for 110. That's such a massive discount. And so hopefully they arrive by the time I get back to London today because I want to wear them for New Year's Eve. But if not, if not, we have backup shoes. So it should all be fine. And then I got... Yeah, did I mainly get those two things? I got a really cute fleece from Uniqlo, which I did just buy myself. But like Christmas presents to yourself are very, very important Um I don't know why this isn't working. I'm charging my iPad as we speak because I want to start using, not I, oh my God. What have I just done? For Christmas one year, like Louie got me an iPad, not an iPad, an iPod, and like made me a playlist and everything on it. It was really, really cute. And I was just charging it because I found it in a drawer and I have just fully broken the charger. Fully broken the charger. Like, I don't know if I have just... got some incredible strength over christmas but the charger just ripped out of the ipod and left the charger in the ipod so yeah that's broken now which is great but the ipod is still okay so that's that's the main thing we're focusing on anyway back to favorite christmas presents that i got so yeah i got this unico fleece because i wanted like the patagonia one but it's really expensive and this one's really cute and it's green it's like dark green is my new favorite color i think like to wear so I got that and that's really cute I mainly got clothes so I'm not gonna lie but shoes and if I have enough money left over coats are very good things to buy that wasn't too bad either that was only for what it is for a coat it was 50 pounds which I don't think is bad for a coat because it will last and it's so warm and I would highly recommend it and then I think those were my I think that was all I got yeah I think that was everything I got, like, little stocking filler-type bits and everything else like that, which was really, really nice. And obviously, oh, my God, I can't believe the boots uh, might be here soon. That's really exciting. <gasps> and then my boyfriend got me a scarf, which is really, really... It's really nice. It's really nice. I'm really excited about it. I feel like it's going to look really, really nice. I'm like my trench coats, I feel like the Burberry print with like the trench coats just looks really, really nice. So I'm excited to wear that because I haven't worn that yet. So, oh, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. OK, anyway, anyway, I need to go on to the topic of this week's podcast because this was meant to be a quick life update and I've been on here for 10 minutes. So anyway, on to the topic of this week's life update. No, <laughs> guys, I'm so tired. I'm struggling today. On to the topic of this week's episode, which is setting your goals for the new year so on to the topic of this week's podcast which is setting your new goals for the new year it's kind of like new year new me vibes but when taking the toxicness toxicness toxic toxicity i don't know the right way to say it out of it Because I see a lot of things, like, I used to have this thing with New Year's resolutions where I would literally, I'd set such ridiculous ones, but quite a lot of them would focus on, like, tearing my current version of myself apart, and so, like, I'd kind of look in the mirror and I'd be like, oh, I want to, I want to lose some weight, or I want to get more toned, or I don't like that about myself, or I feel like I'm not learning enough, and it would really focus on the negative parts of myself that I thought I saw, that weren't real, that just were, like in my brain about it and it would mean that like with these new year's resolutions that I'd set I'd feel guilty about myself and I'd set them wanting to improve myself but when I didn't do them or when I was doing them I wasn't doing it thinking god I'm going to grow into something really great or I'm excited where I'm heading I was doing it with like a sense of guilt or kind of hatred hatred is a bit strong but you know what I mean that kind of like I don't really like I didn't like why I was doing it, I wasn't doing it because I loved myself, I was doing it because I didn't love myself and I wanted to love myself which is a very toxic way of thinking about these new year's resolutions and new year's goals and I also would find that I'd put a lot of pressure on myself to become this totally new version of myself, this ideal version of myself that I'd created in my head and it just didn't like, I think I almost set unrealistic expectations of what I could do in terms of complete character changes that were just never really going to be realistic like all of a sudden waking up on new year's day and like being the perfect most organized most like I don't know just the best version of myself like it's gonna take time it's gonna take a few months to get to that point it's gonna take trial and error and so this is what we're gonna talk about this episode is how to set goals that mean something to you, how to reflect over the past year and like kind of turn that into something that you're excited for going into this next year together. So when I think about looking at like the past year, when I think about the best things that happened this year, I think I tend to think of like eras, like chapters. I don't like, I don't have like I like pretending they're movie scenes. I like pretending it's like all like different parts of the movie scenes that I've been in this year. And I kind of think about how many different ones I've been in. I've had like, I was working in a shop. I had like shop beauty seller. I had being a nanny. I had tutoring. I had office worker. I had corporate worker. I had traveller. I have student. I had moving to London, living in a city. I had living at the beach. I had living everywhere when I was traveling around Bali I had kind of like a lonely kind of soft girl but like I can't like a lonely not lonely lonely but like more to my own self type year and then I had a very social end of the year I had like you know I had so many different movie scenes that happened and it makes me realize how many great things have happened this year like so many things that I wouldn't have thought possible have happened. And that's what I try and focus on going into the next year. is like, what different movie scenes would I really like to create? What things haven't I had yet that I'd really like to have in this next year? And I've been thinking about this a lot. And I kind of think about it, if it was a movie scene now, what would be the next like part of my movie that I'd want to see? Not in like a stressful part or like in a this has to happen, in a what would I like to watch half with my life in the next year? And if it does happen, that'd be really exciting. If it doesn't happen, it's not the end of the world. I've been thinking about it a lot and I would love I think my thing is like with you've got mail I'd love that to like be a thing you know I'd love it to be like a established thing which it is it's already grown so much more and I'm so grateful for the support for it but I'd really like it to be I don't know world-renowned like you know I see some of these podcasts they have like 50,000 listeners I would love to reach the thousands of listeners that would be a massive goal for me to achieve I would also love to write a book I'm don't know how I go about that but I would love to write a book and I think that'll be my next my next thing and like create merch and that type of thing so I think for me you've got mail is kind of at this point it was getting it well known and that was my goal for this year next year I want it to be an established thing that like kind of like is a thing on its own, you know? I'd really like to run events. I would love... I'd just love it to be part of my life in a bigger sense. And so that would be really rewarding. I'd then love to graduate and get my first proper job in my career area. Like, do you know what I mean? I haven't had that yet. I've had a lot of different types of jobs, but you haven't had a job that's, like, specific to the career area that I want to go into. And so I would love, love, love for that to happen this year. And I think I would also... like to have like a city in the summer, no, oh god, a summer in the city, because I haven't had that yet, I've always had summers in my hometown where there's the beach and everything, which I'm still going to be doing a lot, don't you worry, but I don't know, just the thought like going to the, walking by the Thames, at like when it's sunset, and just living in London, and I, I am excited to have that little like era of the next year, and then I think I think that's I think that's a good I think that's good in terms of eras. I'm creating a really lovely friendship group and that's what I'm excited to like carry on continuing when I go back to London, which has taken time, like don't worry, it's taken ages, like years, but I feel like I've found some really, really lovely people and so I'm excited to see where that all goes. But there's not too much pressure on any of it. I think the main things for me this next year is like I would love the I think I try and prioritize. And it's really easy to have a ridiculous amount of goals. And I probably do have a ridiculous amount of goals. I literally write them out every single day. But I, my key ones for this next year, which I would encourage you to think about, like, what are your key goals that you want to think about for the next year? Pick three things. And they don't have to be goals, but I think of them like scenes, like chapters in a book you want to read. I really, really want to um, read the chapter where you've got mail, like, becomes very established and, like, creates an income for itself. Like where it's self-perpetuating, like, success, you know? I'd really like that. And I'd also really like my first career job to occur. And then somewhere in the City, but that's kind of like an inevitable one, but, like, those two are my main, 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 main ones. When I think about habits for the next year, I think... It's really easy to look back at it and be like, oh, I didn't really, like, keep any habits or anything like that. Like, I didn't really do what I thought I wanted to do. I didn't really achieve what I thought I wanted to achieve. But then when I was looking back over my journal. Like, on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, I always have a massive journaling session. And I have my, like, 2022 goals here. And I was like, I'm going to get accepted to LSHTM diseases. I did. I'm going to attract 10,000 followers to my page. God, I just died a little bit then. Yeah, I will attract 10,000 followers to my Instagram page and be able to use it as a source of income. I guess I kind of maybe did that. Like, it's not really a source of income, I wouldn't say. um, But I would put the... I did attract a lot of people to my page. I will maintain my active everyday lifestyle approach, creating a healthy and sustainable relationship with exercise. You know what? I think I have done this. Because when I am able to run and move my body and do exercise and stuff like that, then I do do it. But the past week or so, like Christmas, it's been really hectic and busy. And then I have been struggling recently to fit everything in. And I haven't been beating myself up about that, which has been a big thing for me. I am moving to a beautiful London flat with big windows. That happened. I get my first paid partnerships that ad. That happened. I will experience a new culture travelling. That happened. I'm going to go on a solo trip. I mean, technically, I went to London on my own. That Maybe that counts. I take myself out and make time for a solo date each week. Lol, that's when I had time for myself. But yeah, that doesn't happen anymore. I do not do any active jobs past nine, latest ten. This will be my biggest thing that I sort out. Because I I don't have a cutoff point with doing jobs. Because I have so many different things going on, I literally work so late and it's ridiculous and I don't really sleep that well. I think this is the thing. When I think about habits going into the new year my, like, I'm going to try and run every day, because I think running's really good for your mind, and that's what I need right now, um, but, like, my biggest thing is sleep and rest, because I don't do it enough, like, I don't really sleep and rest at all, and so I'm going to try, that's my biggest thing for this next year, prioritising that, but I think this is the thing I would, like, remember for what, like, the next year, I like, journal, journal about your 2022 goals, so here I have, like, 2022 goals, 2021 reflections, so I have major highs, major lows, when did I feel my truest self, what habits served me the best, and then, god, I went through a phase of having, like, such good journaling, and now I literally just brain dump all the time, but I think... I think that's good. I think that's sometimes what you need. You need some way to just release your mind. Like, I just call them mind dumps. And I think they can be, like, very clear into your headspace to feel, like, what it's going to feel. Just It just feels cleaner. It feels, like, more calm. So, yeah. I've really enjoyed, kind of, having a journal to help me through the past year and I couldn't encourage it enough I need to do one final journal entry of the year I don't know why if I get a bit weird about them but I feel like they need to be like full circle pages like full circle events so I need to have like the first one and the last one of the year like on the first day and the last day of the year it has to happen like that for me like I really like having them to look back on because I have that one I have the one from 2021 2022 and I'll have my one from 2023 and I just like looking back on them I think they make especially because I do like little mood boards in them and stick things in them and have little memos of that day and stuff like that anything that's like like I went on a really lovely walk and it was a walk which was like you know when you have those walks and just thinking a lot about everything and it was a it was important and have like a little leaf from that walk which may be really silly it probably is really silly but I don't know I liked it and so yeah going into this next year I would try and think about the habits that are going to serve you the best in terms of like I try and think like one that'll push me so that might be going to bed earlier and stopping doing jobs one that's like a little bit of a learning thing my last year habit I really wanted to get into reading and I feel like I've done that maybe this year will be the one where I try and learn a language maybe I would love to learn a language so maybe that's what I'll do um I think yeah I think choose habits that are actually realistically going to benefit you and aren't like totally crazy. Have one totally crazy one if you want to push yourself, but don't, don't try and have 12 totally crazy ones. I had this one where I was like, I have to write a handwritten letter to like 10 people this year. And it was just a bit like, well, that's a bit silly, isn't it? It's just silly. So I'm not doing that again. And very expensive stamps are £1.50 a stamp now. So I wouldn't recommend that one, but yeah, I would look back over it. Look at the eras that you've had and think about what those eras meant to you and how they impacted you. Then think about going forward, what chapters would you love to see in your life? And then, as I said, I sent a little newsletter out last night, a little sneaky, sneaky one. Um, Just kind of wanting to tell you that, they don't have to these like news resolutions and wanting to grow and these goals and everything they don't have to fundamentally change who you are you don't have to hate yourself and wanting to grow you can think about all the parts of yourself that you love and then kind of like focus on how you want to improve them it doesn't have to be such a toxic thing in your mind and so I would then pick three kind of like three habits or three goals that you think are going to improve your life that aren't Kind of too crazy, you know? I think like three eras, three things, three sections of your life that are like you're excited to want to change. In a way, of mine being like wanting to go to bed early and get a good nighttime routine. Like, I tend to think of it. If I could finish the year and I could say, you know what, I do have a really good sleep schedule actually at the moment. Like, I'm managing to rest and I feel so much better for it. I've also maintained running a lot more. That's been really, really good. And I have learned a language. God, if I could say I've learned a language by the end of this year, Jesus Christ, that would be a goal. That would be a goal and a half. But I think one of the really important things is to not set yourself so many things and pick one thing to really invest in. So I already know that my going to bed one and going to bed earlier, that's the one I'm going to properly like. That's happening this year. The other two I'm going to really try to happen, but the sleep one is critical because I'm really struggling at the moment and I bought Calm and I think that's what I really need right now. So that's what I'm going to do. But yeah, I think try and pick habits that are going to make you grow into the person that you're really excited to be. Choose areas that you're excited to read. Almost feel like you're planning your life in terms of it being like a movie set. Imagine you're about to plan the next movie you're going to watch and you're thinking about all the great things you would want to happen in it and start thinking about how you could make those things happen. I try and like there is, there is a lot of people who hold, try and hold off accountable by like having things to do each month. I tend to find that really overwhelming if I have to do these things every single month to kind of like the goals and everything like that, especially because like I've got so much on with uni at the moment that my kind of personal growth maybe is on a bit of like a backbone at the moment, back burner, because I need to, like I have so many deadlines and everything due. It's ridiculous. But I don't know, if you find that helps you, then that helps you. But I think, yeah, it's important not to put too much pressure on yourself and these things shouldn't be an anxiety-inducing activity. And so that's why I like focusing on it like a movie scene. What things do I want to watch this next year? Like, what things am I excited to learn about myself and how could I learn about them? And what would be the things that, by the end of the year, I would be proudest of myself to say? And for me, it would be, as boring as it is, a good nighttime routine where I'm going to bed on time. Learning a language would be incredible. Like, getting my first proper job and you've got Mel becoming something. Those, to me, would be absolutely brilliant things. And so this is how I would encourage you to think about it. it. should be something really fun and something to kind of motivate you going forward. And I think putting too much pressure on yourself and tearing yourself down in the process of wanting to become this new you, it's not nice to yourself. You wouldn't do it to your friends, so don't do it to you. But yeah, anyway, on to your questions for this week's episode. <music> So on to the questions for this week's podcast, which you guys had so many lovely questions for and I'm excited to answer them. And there's honestly quite a lot. So we're going to have, if I don't get to your question, then I'm sorry, I just don't, I don't have loads of time. So we're going to do, we're going to do a selection. But anyway, just wanted to ask, what are your New Year's resolutions? So my New Year's resolutions are good bedtime routine. As I said, I have kind of said, like my main goals are you've got mail becoming something, my first like proper big job and somewhere in the city. My internal goals are good sleeping schedule. I would really like, like those big, those goals, I feel like are kind of like life goals that I would like, but like in me terms, in terms of self-growth, good sleeping schedule. I would like to start running every day because I'm doing a half marathon. So that needs to be a thing that happens and maybe learn the language, but we will see. How do you balance work and life over the Christmas period? I really struggle. It's been horrific. I can't lie. I've never been so exhausted in my entire life. I think when I've had time off, I've just tried to really enjoy that time off and I've been really thinking about the fact that I'm not here for that long, I'm here for 12 days and so it's important to enjoy spending time with family but also not feeling guilty either way. If I feel like I need to work, then I need to work. That's the reality of it. I have exams coming up and they, as boring as it is, they are my priority and so not feeling guilty when they are my priority, if that makes sense and equally vice versa when I need to be with family and not feeling guilty that I can't do the work because that's my priority. Listening to my mind about how I'm feeling and acknowledging how I'm feeling is valid has also really helped. So saying like it's okay, I don't need to be if I can't hack socialising today, then that's okay because I've done so many things. I think that's been a thing I've found hard is there's so much like I love Christmas. This is not an attack on Christmas, but there is so much socializing to do, it can get really overwhelming sometimes. So I think I've really enjoyed having that, kind of being compassionate with myself and saying, like, you know what, I can't do this today, but I'll try again tomorrow, and that's okay how to not feel anxious about the new year i think i really like painting the new year as like this movie that you get to watch and what type of things would you like to watch it's exciting it's so exciting because you don't you don't have to focus on what's not going to happen you don't have to focus on like what's you're not enjoying you don't have to focus on the negative side of it just focus on a few scenes of your life that you'd really really like to watch i'd love to watch myself graduate I would love that. I will cry so much when I graduate because this has been one of the hardest things I've ever done. I would love to write a book. Like, I can't, don't think you guys, I honestly, if I wrote a book, that would be massive goal for me. And seeing my name on a book, seeing like you've got mail, like on tour or something like that would be incredible, absolutely incredible. And I think these are the things that make me really excited. And I think that's how I don't feel anxious about the New Year's because I think of things that I'm like excited about, you know, things that I'd really, really like. What do you think has been the best year of your life? Every year that passes, I think that year is the best year of my life because I learn so much about myself and so many great things happen and so many important, like, crucial parts of my character change. And I think... Every year, I just learn so much more about myself. I really... I think I'm... I don't know if it's the way my brain works, but I'm very, like... I'm. I split things quite easily and so I very much in the years I almost think each year has like a chapter in my mind like an overarching chapter and I think each year I learn so much more about myself that I don't know if I have a most important year I used to think it was the year of lockdown because I went through my breakup like it was a massive fundamental turning point of my life but then the year after so many other things happened then this year just gone I was on my own like I mat- managed to like fundamental changes in my career happened and you know, you've got mail became something and part of me thinks that might be one of the most important years of my life. Like I started a new university. I got into university. I started on this career path. So many things happen. So I think every year because you grow and you build more on the things than the year before, I think that turns into your most important year. I think that's it. How are you finding the transition into the new year? Kind of overwhelming, not going to lie, it feels very fast. I remember these days between Christmas and New Year dragging before, but they haven't dragged this year. I am so excited for next year not to have to study. I can't lie, like, it's been really overwhelming having to study and see everyone. It's been like, oh, But I am okay, I'm fine, and I'm looking forward to it. And I am looking forward to it. I'm just trying to hold on for dear life at the moment. Proudest moment this year? Mmm... When I graduated uni that was a massive moment for me because I like I realized the like how much how important this was like I think because I'd graduated in lockdown and because it had all been so anticlimactic it had literally been like me submitting my final paper and I was like that's it like, I'm done I don't have anything else to submit anymore I finished it had all been so anticlimactic that like actually having that moment of me graduating was like a massive it was a big thing for me but then also leaving to go traveling, moving to London. I think, I don't know, I think I have many different things in my life that I'm like very proud of. I think maybe graduating uni because that had been such a, it was really such a lovely day that that was like really important to me. But then you've got male becoming something and that being something on his own. I think that will be one of the proudest things I do. Like I'm so proud of it all and I'm really excited to see where it goes. And so maybe like graduating is my number one, but seeing you've got mail if that turns into something next year that'll be my that'll be my proudest one I think I think that'll be it What were you gifted for Christmas? How was my Christmas? Well, I got—I was very, very lucky this Christmas. I got some new trainers and some new boots, and my boyfriend got me this Burberry scarf and like a really cute Carhartt bag that I've wanted for years and years. I wanted it to go to Bali, and it was sold out everywhere, and I couldn't buy it, and I was so upset. And it's so nice. I love it. I love it so much. Um. I got a coat, I got like nice little bits of clothes and everything, I got the revolution dupe of the Charlotte Tilbury cream and I really like it, like am not going to lie, I don't know why it's better than standard moisturiser but I really like it and I'm not complaining. I got like lots of nice little bits of makeup, I just got like some lovely lovely things, I love getting clothes at Christmas, I can't lie, I really love getting clothes at Christmas. Mm, I don't really get books or stuff anymore because I just go to the library because books are so expensive but there is this book that I wanted to get but I spent all my money on a pair of shoes so I can't afford anything else now (laughs) so that's that but anyway why Christmas mm, that was weird my Christmas was really lovely it's been very intense and I've had to do a lot of studying but it has been really nice and I'm I'm glad to have had this time at home I've really really enjoyed it but anyway God, I think I'm getting more ill as this podcast episode happens. I don't want to be ill for New Year's Eve. That's going to be boring. That's not. That's not what I want. That's really, really, really not what I want. Okay, final. Okay, quickly. How many two? How many is two main New Year's resolutions to set yourself? I'd say five is enough. Five is borderline too many. I just set myself ten totally unrealistic. Unless you're doing, like, one focus of each month. But then I think by the time you get to August, you have different things you want to focus on. So I almost think it's like there's no point planning that far in advance. Just pick three things you really want to focus on and one thing you really want to invest in. I think that's more realistic. Like, realistically, because you're still going to be the same person as you are now. You can still have more going into the new year. It doesn't mean you just have to stop. It doesn't mean you're limited. But I think... If you pick too many things, you're going to get overwhelmed. You're not going to do them all. It's better to pick less, focus more and actually do them. Do take certain steps to make sure you keep your resolutions. Not put so much pressure on myself so it feels like I have to do them. I want to do them. So that makes me think it's better, you know. And I think, yeah, I think me putting less pressure on myself to do them makes me do them more because I don't feel so overwhelmed by it if that makes sense if it's a pressure thing I think of it like work and that's not very good for my mindset but anyway on to the new things that I've done this week so the new things I've done this week is not running every day because it's been just too overwhelming I think I've cried nearly every day so far and I'm stressed and my voice is going and just not thriving right now but New things that I have done this week. I need to give you something. Well, there is a walrus in Scarborough right now. How crazy is that? Everyone's gone down to see it. And I feel like I should be getting ready to go and see it. I I literally should be getting ready to be doing so many things, which I'm just not. I need to record TikTok videos. I need to do an exam paper. God, I have so much to do. My train literally leaves in two hours. That is disgusting. But anyway... It's been a good week. When I say I haven't really done that many new things this week because I've just been studying. I've written an essay on malaria. I've written an essay on One Health. I have revised, epidemiology, you know, it's been, it's been thrilling, thrilling to say the least. But yeah, I hope you're okay. I hope you're having a lovely week and I hope you found this helpful. Don't put so much pressure on yourself going into this next year. Think about things of yourself that you really, really love and you're excited to do next year. It should be exciting. You should feel excited about this next year. You shouldn't feel so worried about it. You shouldn't feel like it's this massive need to put so much pressure on yourself. (coughs) Please be kind to yourself. It's really easy to get overwhelmed with how much there is to do, and I don't want you to feel overwhelmed. But anyway, have a lovely week. Make sure you're following me on Instagram and on TikTok at You've Got Me and Score Pod for both of them. If possible, please give me a little review on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. It massively helps more people find me. And if you can share the podcast with just one person, i double the listenership. That, that would be so great. So great. But yeah, I hope you're all okay. I hope you're having a lovely week, and I'll speak to you soon. Bye.